Hey everyone, and welcome to the 24th ever episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. As always, I am your host, Squiggy, and I am joined by Slezo and Laura. Hello, you two lovely people. Hey up. Hey all. How are you both on this fine evening as we record this episode? I feel like I'm getting a cold. Uh, stress. <laughs> so, good wow. start. Good, good start. I, I feel okay, actually. So this your, one micro- is... your microphone didn't die two minutes before we hit record, so you know... Well, no, that's true. That's true. Wow. And if it did, I'd probably panic a little bit because I wouldn't know what I to do like... about podcasting, Twitch streaming, everything. I would just like the idea. Squeeze like I'll just pull out another mic for my collection. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do. Please. I do have a. I do have a spare microphone somewhere. I just don't know where. So I'd be like, is it my house? Is it my parents' house? Is it in some box somewhere? Who knows? But anyway, this isn't the microphone is broken podcast. This is the lag and high podcast podcast podcast. <laughs> Podcast coming to you every every other Tuesday at 9am on all good podcasting services. You can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, and on anchor.fm. So as it's been two weeks, we will go straight into what we've been playing. Um, Slezo, do you want to do you want to take it away, or do you want a little bit of time to relax about your stressful microphone experience? I do, I don't know, man. I've got to do this for the podcast. I've got to power on. <laughs> oh, you do it for the podcast. <laughs> Go on, uh, take it away. I haven't played a huge amount this past couple of weeks. I've mainly focused on a couple of games. Um, Persona 5 Royal, continuing to make my way through that. Uh, actually, about an hour or two before recording this, I just finished up, well, finished up the bulk of the uh, third palace in that game, so I just need to fight the boss now. So uh, that's going well, having good fun with that. Uh, it won't be long before I put that in hibernation again for the next couple of months. So I do other things. Oh, my, your system, Jesus. It works. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't, but in my head, I just picture sticky notes on boxes and dates and calendars you, being. I, you really and I know don't it isn't. To. No, I know it probably isn't that complicated. It's just, it's just, it's just how I picture it, Slazo, and I kind of like need to. As long as you stop at the right points, so essentially when you've just gotten to like the end of an arc or a chapter, as it were, it will make sense because that bit's finished and then you'll loop back up. You might have a tiny bit of confusion of like, oh, okay, so all this is open. I can go here and here and here. And then you kick into the next part of the story. So you're like, good, right, this is what uh, I'm focusing I could not do that. I get confused <laughs> if I don't play Call of Duty for a week. I feel Never like mind, I like, forget having a story-driven game on the back burner for like months on end. I'd be like, what have I done? Who's this person? What do you do with stories that have like a long story throughout that's a bit complicated? And I say that like, not dang Emron, because I, I think the story is quite simple. The twists are quite their own self-contained little story arcs. But like a long going, like say you played Detroit and there's like one big cliffhanger throughout, throughout, throughout about the long story. and You need to remember stuff you did in the first hour for the story to well, truly the, make the sense. The difference is, Laura, Detroit isn't like isn't take good. me like oh. <laughs> take me like thirty hours for a chapter. To that's true that's true so is this rule only for them sort of games this is what this i've been thinking you've been super a... super long game right yeah. i've been thinking it's your system for all games which no, is no, why no. i've been so confused but if no, you're telling like me did, it's basically um... open world and rpg so you're 120 hours as yeah that's this it's makes only, a little yeah, more sense to me epic. so like ghost of tsushima and persona 5 are the only games i'm doing this for at the moment just because again like i think persona 5 Royal, as i mentioned it takes about, about 30 hours or so per chapter I'm not sure how I haven't checked how long I was on Ghost of Tsushima. That's that's probably on my PS5, but I would imagine it would be at least 30 hours for Act One and exploring everything and fully completing the first island up to that point. So 
Well, this makes sense to me a little bit more because I thought you did it with every game, which made me no, think no, no. like like I did Final Fantasy VII remake in in what I mean it took a few months, but I did it in one, as it were. Yeah, it was your one play because I was going to say games like that. I was going to use that as an example, but I'm not overly familiar with the plot. I just know it's a little convoluted and confusing because I just assume that with all Final Fantasy and Kingdom Heart games. So I was like, how could you leave that? Remake isn't convoluted. It just has a random plot <laughs> element. No sense. But, uh, besides I that, mean. Right? I mean, it was That's my game fair. of the year, so, you know. Oh, okay. okay. Anything else you've been playing? Because I, uh, I cut you off just to, to get your system in order. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to reference games I've talked about before, Anthem. <laughs> That's my uh, new podcast game of choice while I wait for Fall Guys Season 4. To, I love uh, it when you play podcast. I love it when you play Anthem. I don't know why. It just amuses me because it just reminds me. Ah, yes, he bought it on launch. It was it the last time we were in a party chat together when you were playing it and you were just like swearing yes. and cursing and going, oh, no game, why do this game, why do this? Yeah, so like, basically, I don't oh, play wow. Persona when I'm hanging out with other people and such because that's a game where I kind of want to concentrate on what the character's doing, saying all that. And so, who gives a shit? I've beaten the game at this point. I'm just flying around doing shit and trying to get the platinum. So, yeah, it works as a game when I'm chatting party chat or podcasting. And, yeah, um, when I spoke about it a few weeks ago, apparently... Um, a few episodes ago, even. Apparently, my mind had papered over a lot of the flaws, like the horrendous load times and the weird glitchiness of some bits. So it's it's all coming back, and I'm like, oh no, I remember what I way. didn't like about this game. Now, how did like? And I'm not taking having a go at the guys at Bioware because I'm aware this game was made under hellacious circumstances, and uh, unsurprisingly, EA killed it as I predicted in that episode. But. Uh, it's just like when the UI like lo- takes a while to load, but you're in the game and the UI is going to take another 10 seconds to properly load yeah. in. It's like, uh. Yeah, <laughs> I've, on, I've noticed because I've only played it for like three or four hours and everything yeah. you've said, like, I've noticed in those three or four hours and I'm like, this is pretty, pretty rubbish for like a, a game. And even on Series X, the load times are rubbish. Like the, the UI takes ages to load in. Menus are really rubbish as well. And it's just like, yeah. GG, yeah, EA, I'm not. GG. I'm not sure how. Yeah, I'm not sure how it ends up like this because it's not like Bioware don't have UI teams. So who knows? But uh, yeah, as I say, there's still there's still fun to be had. It is still when you actually do get into the combat and you're shooting things and doing stuff. I still quite like that, especially now I'm trying some of the other mechs out to get those achievements. So I get to play around with their finishes and flight mechanics. Yeah, but Which yeah, one did you pick? Sorry, the... For the oh, God. My, the one I used for the entire campaign is the very lightweight one that has a triple jump that I don't know the name of. Yeah, I, that's, remember I can't remember the name, but that's the one I used as well. That's the one yeah, I'm using. Yeah, that was just the most fun. Plus, it's ultimate is, like, I'm just going to melee like a madman, which plays to my style of I'm just going to melee like a madman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, I think that was pretty cool, actually. I enjoyed that bit that I played, yeah. but... Yeah, all the bad stuff you said, I'm like, yeah. There's stuff to like about Anthem, but yeah, it, now that I've played it again, I'm remembering all the stuff I didn't like about Anthem. <laughs> uh, otherwise, the only other game I really jumped into was I've dabbled a bit with The World Next Door, which is a game on an indie game on the Switch. I think it might also be on PC, uh, done by the guys over at Viz Media, or at least licensed by them. Uh, it's it's kind of fun. You get trapped in like another world full of essentially monster people, and you're just and this isn't like they're the villains or anything. You're hanging out with them, just trying to basically figure your way out to get back to Earth and your reality before you die because you can't live on this planet for a huge amount of time. 
but it's essentially it's a match free meets rpg but not like um if you play puzzle quest it's not so much like that one and this one you're actually running around on the match free board along with the enemies and you're physically swapping things over from one place to another to do different types of magical attacks and some work better against other enemies and then you can combo them so you can use a stun one and then use a void spell which is kind of slow but does a lot more damage and as it's it's really good fun i really enjoyed i basically blasted it through i played it for like a few hours uh, on my birthday a few weeks back and had a lot of fun doing it and i just haven't had a chance to go back to it since but i uh, really want to and i think it's relatively short like i've done t the first two main dungeons and i think there's only four so uh it's good fun i like the characters i like the writing i like the puzzle mechanic i prefer that to the type of game that puzzle quest was i never really gelled with puzzle quest so uh I'm, yeah looking forward to getting back into that and seeing how it uh, pans out as it goes on that's it for me just those three that's a lot less than I was expecting to be. I know he normally has to carry the show on this. Yeah, part. we normally have to like put in extra extra time for him. <laughs> but uh, Laura, do you wanna do you wanna take us away with your selection of games? I do. I mean, I have a lot of time to play stuff, but um, <laughs> I still <laughs> I still struggle and stuff for other reasons, which I will not go into different on this podcast. But um, what have I played? Ah, yes. Let's start with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, the mission Why for the platinum. I don't know, but I am. I'm the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Jubilee, um, Assassin's Creed. Um, no, basically, I'm going to go back to normal now for some reason. But um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I was, you know, going away, doing all the little side quests, doing all the little dig for gold, follow the clue, find the secret. And then, um, like most players that seem to be in this, uh, who play this, I hit a glitch where a side mission is broken that I can't do because the NPC isn't there. And so I'm just not playing because I don't want to put more time into a game which I can't finish. I'm hoping Ubisoft patch it and it will, you know, will work again for me and I will continue that merry journey. But for now, Assassin's Creed is on the back burner, annoyingly. Does this mean you can't platinum it? It means I can't platinum it. <gasps> Were you planning on platinum it? I was on the, I was, I mean, I'm like it's four trophies away. Like, so, oh, yeah. 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 So it's not, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a glitch that's gonna, that would stop you finishing the main not story. Not the main like, story. Yeah. It, Basically, there's a... Okay, I can't actually tell you the location of the mission because that is actually a spoiler. Um, there's an area you should go to. And... No, yes, that's the one in the trailer, Slazo. <laughs> that's what I'm referring to. Jesus. And all the adverts, I'm like, oh, spoiler, every time it comes on. Um, anyway, there's an area you go to and there's side missions and stuff in there along with main missions. But one of the side missions, basically... Um, I triggered it when I went there before, but I didn't do it then, which is normal for all the others. But apparently, if you do that with this side mission, when you return or if you save or die at any point, which is, you know, you're going to die at some point, another like 100 hours into the game, and or turn off, you know, leave. Um, yeah, the NBC sort of disappears. And so I went back there, and I'm like, the marker's there, and I'm like, where the fuck is the guy? I swear there was a guy here and stuff like to do the mission with, but nope. Um, a lot of people have complained about it on Reddit and, you know, Twitter and stuff like that. So a part of me is just waiting for a patch, hoping it fixed. Because I did think I got another side mission before where the NPC wasn't there again. But someone had worked out that if you change the difficulty, then change the difficulty back up. Then the NPC appeared, which it fixed that quest, did not work with this quest. <laughs> so just waiting for a patch before, you know, hopefully they will fix it. It is a bit frustrating because now I'm going to talk to you about another game that I'm now playing called Control. And before I go in and talk about Control, which was on PS Plus while I'm playing it, I encountered a glitch before this podcast on the day of recording, and I had to redo 40 minutes. 
I was thrilled. Absolutely 40 thrilled. Only 40, only 40 minutes. minutes. No, wow. let's say only 40 Privilege, minutes. I had to read you like an hour of Persona because right. I died. Yeah, I'm fine with that when you die in that, but it, this was like... This was basically the checkpoint system in control. You don't have manual saves. It just, you know, checkpoints and saves you and puts you back to like the last little control point you've claimed. But it saves your progress and then puts you back there. Basically, they must have figured this out because I saw people complain about the original release because obviously I'm playing the Ultimate Edition on PS5. Uh, So you get through this area and behind this giant wall that you have to unlock is the area where you're battling all these enemies and I'm sort of moving into the endgame territory. But I was like, oh, I need to go um watch the football that's what i was gonna do i went to watch the football and i was like oh, okay i've only done a little bit in this wall so i'll just go in i'll do this little bit again or whatever the checkpoint yeah so the checkpoint is the other side of the wall and instead of the door still being open it sort of shut behind me and the plugs how i got into it had already been like removed because i went in there but so i couldn't open the door and it was shut off and i was like awesome and then i googled it and i found out that the only way to do it was to go through the menu and press mission start and redo and do the net other 40 minutes or whatever it was to get back to that point because it's a known glitch that annoyed me but anyway aside from that annoying thing with control i've been sort of enjoying the game it's basically quantum break with a few more mechanics yeah it, didn't, um, it wouldn't game of the year didn't it the year it came out probably it's a it's a good i can see why um it's a fun game it tries some new different stuff you got like you you know like basically remember how quantum break was the whole you know you don't get obsessed with your gun you do have a gun in control but it's like not a standard gun it has like different modes and stuff and shooting styles and but you have all your powers and that and it does more than quantum break ever did because that was the criticism of quantum break but yeah it's just it's nice it's a nice story the story's a little confusing i will say like it starts off giving i think that's what they want you to be confused with the first bit but as you go on it does start to make sense because you learn stuff which is basic but it, i can see why I, I was talking to someone who played an hour of it didn't understand what was going on so it hasn't gone back um but it's that sort of game if you know what i mean if you get intrigued enough by oh i'm wanna if i keep playing i might understand what is going on but uh, sci-fi, weird, yeah, uh, that's been fun. And I'm actually going to finish another single-player game, which will be nice. And no, I'm not platinum it, because I'm scared of glitches all the time. Oh, <laughs> I say it was 40 minutes to get back to where I was. It wiped all my side mission progress. So it was another f- three hours or whatever wiped of side missions being done. So I just remembered I should be peeved. I just remembered they're back on my to-do list on it, which, yeah, was really fun. Anyway, what else have I been playing? Oh, I did a little bit of Fall Guys, only a few rounds because I'm waiting for the new season like Mr. Slazo King here is. Um, a little bit of FIFA, which if you follow me on socials, you will know because I am basically making a mockumentary about our club, it seems. Um, yeah. I, might, I might ask you for some of those clips and mon- put them all in a big montage at the end of the season. You probably should. I, you mean, you can just, I can download them through Twitter, so... Yeah, you can have them and put them together to a nice. And I recommend the sort the like music be "Why Always Me," because that's the uh, mood I am going for with the Benny Hill theme. That also will work. But uh, yeah, I've been enjoying FIFA Pro Clubs. I mean, when we got promoted uh, and we're playing clubs, well, Squeaky wasn't here for this session when we played a lot of games in Division Five of our club, and we discovered that everyone had eleven players. One person was the any, of course, but there was literally a team of them five times in a row. And they had worked on their own set pieces and tactics. And hold, oh, it was so much fun to play against them all. Yep. That's why. Oh, um, I also uh, dabbled a bit on F1 because I love F1. And I need to get back to doing a co-op season with Squiggy, which is a hint. Thank you. Over to you, Squiggy. Hint taken. Um, so, yeah, so I've been playing 
a bit of FIFA with Laura. Um, some Cold War and some Warzone. The new update dropped in Warzone a couple of weeks ago, um, which brought zombies into into Verdansk. Um, so I've done a little bit of that. It's to be honest, it's a little bit disappointing. The zombies. It's not really that good as what I was expecting. I was kind of expecting to be a bit how it was in Blackout, uh, the the sort of the battle royale from Black Ops Four. But it wasn't. It was just. It's just a little bit like the zombies appear in an area. You've got to um, activate it when you're there. Kill them all. You get a card, and then take the card to a chest, and you get some loot. Um, which I mean's pretty, pretty all right to get the loot. But obviously, other teams can come there. They can kill you. I did that to another team. But actually, we played a game last night. Did that. We did it four times to get like loot for everyone in the squad, and we actually won that game. So it does. It does have a, a place there. It's just I wasn't a big fan of it, to be honest. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing apart from Metal Gear Solid 3, which is, I've been playing on Twitch. Um, I know I said I love Metal Gear Solid 2, but after playing Metal Gear Solid 3, I'm like, I think I like Metal Gear Solid 3 a little bit more now. Really? Um, I mean, I feel like I've been playing Metal Gear Solid 3 because I've been living through your streams, which are amazing. I forgot, how, I forgot how good it actually is, Metal Gear Solid it's, 3. It's every, this is like, this is the thing when I've been watching you play. It's just the one that the story makes the most sense for me. For that's, that's the selling point. But I do think the gameplay is more refined. I just, I don't know. I just always didn't understand why you preferred two, but. See, I don't, I don't see much difference in the gameplay between two and three. It just, I think it's pretty similar. Obviously, you've got the camo system and the, the healing system in three. Um, but I don't really see much difference in anything. Um, I, I find it less finicky. Kind of, Three kind just of find it more comes normal. The backbone for like Peace Walker, and then five where you pick your you can put equipment in like the backpack and you carry certain equipment and everything like that. Um, and obviously the stamina bar makes an appearance, I think, in four as well. So that kind of three became the gold standard for what would be all the different systems in the Metal Gear games. But yeah, I don't really see that that much difference. Um, I don't really like the healing part of it. I find it a little bit annoying, to be perfectly honest. I understand it's why it's there because you kind of sort of nursing yourself to health you've got to make do with what you can but i just find it a little bit annoying um but i like all the bosses that i've defeated so far i've done the oh god you're gonna have to remind me help me help me remember these laura i've done the end <laughs> which is a sniper you think i know the name of the villains and i'm not just <laughs> um, there going, oh it's this one i've done Come the on end now. i've done the fear and the pain i think the pain is the guy with the wasps yeah and pain the is the wasp yeah and young Ocelot in Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> is the best version of Ocelot. Like, he's so he cool. He has he's the so most suave. style. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a certain, like, I know he's sort of the bad guy. Oh, I mean, he kind of isn't bad. But it's like he's that respectable, good, bad, like... Good guy. Yeah, you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm impressed by your yeah. just machismo, as a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, then you play... Well, obviously, you've already played Metal Gear Solid 1, but you would go back and play that, and you're like... What happened to you? You were cool, and now you're a bitter old man with a revolver. I find it the same vibe from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. He was so young, so full of hope and arrogance, kind of good-looking, <laughs> and then he just ends up being Darth Vader. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> that's yeah, the that's... same career path as Ocelot. <laughs> okay, I'll... You know what? I'm going to try and fit that into a stream and see what people say in the chat. That's what we'll go It's going to be me in the chat going, yes! Yes, I agree. <laughs> that person is a genius. I also but, uh, moderate the chat, so if anyone says no, I'll be like, oh, comment deleted. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> but there's not, I don't think I've played anything else. I've, I've struggled for a lot of time to play games the past couple of weeks just because of how busy work's been. Um, so I haven't played too much. Hopefully get back into Assassin's Creed. And I have a code for another game, which, I need, which I'm going to play this week as well, coming up. So 
we'll be able to talk about that on the next podcast. Um, so yeah, so that is everything we've been playing. So let's go straight to on this day. So if you listen to this podcast on the day it goes live, it is the 16th of March. Happy 16th of March. Can you believe we're halfway through March already? I cannot. Um, 16th and on the 16th of, of March. Yes, 16th oh of March. Oh my god! Just, you're, just, you're just giving me anxiety <laughs> just by the day alone. It's okay. It's okay. I apologize. I apologize. But um, for the first game, we're going to 2004 for Unreal Tournament. Who's played Unreal Tournament? Um, isn't, is, this, is this by Epic Games or am I got the yeah, wrong this game? Is, this is yeah, this yeah. is Epic. Yeah. Okay, I haven't played it. But I will happily admit that because I'm obsessed with Gears of War, I always wanted to. <laughs> I don't even know why. It just felt like it was the same energy. I, I've played Unreal Tournament. I don't know if it was this one or not, but I've played it once, which was at my uh, university's open day, where they had to, you know, keep the uh, kitty winks, kitty winks, the uh, teenagers <laughs> entertained while they were doing like the one-to-one interviews and just chatting with people about what they wanted to do. So, uh, yeah, they just took this up for a LAN game of this. And I... At the time, did not do PC gaming. Uh, I had a shit <laughs> PC, and I was shit at it. And there's a reason I barely ever use mouse and keyboard for like anything, for any game. And uh, yeah, this was I got utterly destroyed. And was like, why do people play PC games again? Crazy, crazy people. <laughs> Controllers yeah. are like. I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, apart from playing it at a LAN thing. I think I played a little bit of it at my friend's house who had a PC. And literally, I didn't know what to do with keyboard and mouse, so I didn't enjoy it. I didn't get any kills. I died a lot. And I was like, this isn't any fun. And I have been controller since since then. Well, since probably before then as well. But uh, obviously, Unreal Tournament's got a big following. A lot of people seem to like it. And apparently, it is a very good shooter, because obviously, it's from Epic, who make very good shooters. Um, but it's not it's not a game I've played much of. It's, well, it's a game that I kind of want to play. Now that I play a lot more first-person shooters and like shoot 'em ups, because I feel I probably be a little bit better at it. But then I always think this one came out in 2004. There was games that came out before that in the Unreal Tournament series. How how good are these people going to be? So that's kind of puts me off. Um, but moving away from 2004 and shooting, we're going to move to driving and 2007 for a game called Test Drive Unlimited. Yes, whoop! You, did you have you played this one? Because I know I've played it, and I think I played the second one. But I've played both of them, and I can't remember if I played online with anyone. It wasn't online with me. I uh, I have played Test Drive Unlimited. Just to show the age of this game, is I got it after enjoying the demo disc that I got free with the Xbox 360 magazine. Yes, um, that's why I bought it. Yeah, so I feel like that ages the game a little bit there. But yeah, um, yeah Test Drive Unlimited is obviously Xbox 360, um, and well, generally this gen, had a lot of great racing series. Is Like, it was a... A, you had a lot of choice so i played it and it was fun and stuff but i do find when you look back it is something that gets lost in the shuffle but yeah. it was an yes. enjoyable experience like it was oh, yeah. like a nice open world game the cars were cool I, I it did what it, it set out to do i can't really say like my memories of it are like oh that wasn't i remember driving and enjoying it because obviously i bought it off the demo and stuff but I don't know. It's just when you look back at it, I'm like, what was the defining feature of this game? And because it's like everything's now standard that it did in other racing games, like I don't. Know. It's an important. Yeah, I think it. I think it was one of the first. I'm not going to say first open world game, but I think it kind of was one of the first like big open world driving games. I can't remember if it came out before or after Burnout, but uh, it was one where you kind of you obviously you had your own house and you purchased your car. You basically kind of lived the life. 
it had a sims vibe sort of thing yeah it sort of sold you like this is what like i say simulation most race up but it's that sort of like this is what it's like to really drive a fancy car this is what it would be like on this road because it doesn't isn't it the map based on some island like you use satellite images and stuff yeah it's based on hawaii some island from hawaii i think some Hawaiian island, yeah. I think so. I think that was probably one of the first things that a game did like that as well, based on satellite images and everything. Um, yeah, it's it. It was a good game. I really enjoyed it. I didn't. I don't think I played as much of it as I probably would have liked, but it was a it was a very good racing game. I think it was just one of those that was just it was just solid at being a racing game. If you know what I mean, it wasn't yeah like a brilliant racer, but it was a brilliant game because of all the other stuff it did do it. I think a lot of other games are better racers, but didn't do x and y where's this did x and this y. was more yeah this was more immersion and sort of i like i said simulation it just felt that's always felt to me it felt like a nice peaceful break yeah. <laughs> that sounds a bit weird yeah. but yeah i needed a peaceful break from them stressful races that wanted me to win stuff <laughs> <laughs> so uh moving away from that we go to 2010 now for a couple of games um metro 2033 is the first one Woo! uh i have not played a metro game at all ever played this won this it was all right. <laughs> I don't know really what you want from me on the Metro games because it's like it 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 tries to add a bit of horror to it, like compared to like other sort of shooters. Well, not sh- I don't want to call it a shooter. Okay, well, it has like there's guns in it, but you do the stealth stuff as well. It's like when I wouldn't call Metal Gear Solid a shooter, so I felt a bit weird saying shooter then. But yeah, it's meant yeah. to be a bit horror and stuff. I vaguely just remember it being like okay, and when I finished it, I was like, cool, that's done. Like it, it wasn't amazingly i wasn't blown away by it. it's probably why i've not played a metro game since or got the i think there's is there a remastered edition of this or is it a different yeah, one yeah this is they pretty redid? much out on every console okay yeah so like i enjoyed it but not enough to be like oh my god this was a uh, let me tell you point a to point b all these amazing like bits of it i just found it solid and the horror mix-up was quite nice <laughs> i feel very unmotivated i should have said i hadn't played it because i'm like <laughs> yeah it's it's a series that i've kind of always wanted to like dabble in but every time i see like a sequel's out or there's another sequel out for it and i'm like do i have to play them all and i, I really don't... don't think you do yeah I but i've always it's... thought about getting it i think they're on game pass actually um so i might they were at one point I don't know if it's yeah there. so i might have a look i think they're all out on this i know this one's out on the switch is as this well. i could be misremembering is this the franchise where you're kind of in the mirror's edge first person view uh, you mean, um... Or am I thinking of a different... Are you, are you thinking of Dying Light? No, I'm you like are playing... I mean, you are in the first-person perspective for this. Yeah, but it's a first-person shooter, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just I'm just trying to think... I'm just trying to think what would make it Mirror's Edge It's Dying Light, I think you're thinking of. Where it's a bit like a parkour in it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Dying Light. Yeah. This is just basically a first-person shooter. The B tier ones all muddled together to me. Clearly, there's enough people <laughs> to keep making them, but I've never played one. I couldn't tell you what. I'm glad Laura has because I couldn't tell you anything about it. I won it yeah. in the competition, so I didn't really pay for it. I think they showed they showed off the latest one when they were showing off the Series X. I think like the first one of the first reveals was a Metro. Really why I've got it mixed up with Tiny yeah. Light because I'm sure that was there too. <laughs> yeah, it probably was, and it looked it looked really good. Like like graphic wise it looked amazing but i don't really know what it's like gameplay wise or anything like that um but i might i might dabble in it since this is on game pass and i will be back with a review at some point maybe i, I think you'll like it but i think you also might be a bit disappointed because like like i said it does try to play on the horror vibe a lot you know yeah. to be a selling point and you've played stuff like alien isolation which is 
fully dedicated to that those sort which of is tropes. horror and i don't like horror games yeah yeah so a part of me just i don't know i just don't think you're like this but it'd be interesting so play it and get back to us yeah, I'll, I'll have a go uh the next game again from 2010 is god of war 3 yay i have not played god of war 3 either oh my god for frick's Glad sake know, i'm carrying yeah. this i've played god of it's war 3 time i mean come on it's, this is a classic series i felt like you would have not let me down on this i never i was never interested in god of war until the newest one Oh, I just never really, I never like, I've never really cared that much about Greek mythology, apart from Hercules. Wow! wow. <laughs> just pawn like, it off, man. It's a fascinating like, no, subject. Like, not, not like, not everyone out there loving Hades right now. Squeeze this, <laughs> fuck you. Well, yeah, that the only reason I like Hades is because of Hercules, the oh, Disney dear. movie. But, like, it's not, I, it's weird. Like, I, I care more about Norse mythology. That interests me a lot more, which is why, obviously, I went for the God of War when that came out. That the new one. Um, <gasps> But yeah, the game. The, honestly, the games I've always wanted to play, and I wanted to play them more now that I've played the other one. The other yes. one, but yeah, I just feel like it's probably a little bit too late to get into that because of. Well, well, I well. Uh, I um, only played these in the last year of the PS3's life because I got the PS3 quite late, and it, I just went back and played the main series that I had sort of envied and sort of you know Still always wanted to try. I know, but I've had a full generation since then. But. I'm just saying, I was going to point out that it's still a fun... Because the mechanics are basic with God of War. I don't think you're... Graphically, yes, you're going to, you know, maybe be like, what the, the hell has happened to your eyes? Because I know you have a fancy 4K. Yeah. Um, and I'll, you're I'll, just my glasses. I'll just take my glasses off when yeah. I play it. Yeah, I mean, but it, the actual mechanics are like the still the same sort of, you know, at the heart of God of War 4. It is 4 and PS, the one that you play. Yeah, it's, like, it's just God of War. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got a war for it, but it's still the same. I always call them hack and slashes because it's combo based combat, but I find it like a hack and slash with the puzzles in between. But it's a really good game, Squiggy, and the story makes sense if you play them as a trilogy. Ascension, I even enjoyed. So, uh, is that, was, that the, was that the PSP one? No, PS3. Oh, I, I think it was ported from PSP, I think. Potentially, I, I do. I can't remember. I just know I played Ascension and got stuck on a hard level. Hmm. Maybe I need to write a list down of all these games I should probably play when I finish the games that I'm still trying to finish from. Don't do it, Squiggy. It's, it's a fool's game. I just <laughs> just go like, oh, I've added it to the list and then never play the list. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I've I'll, gotten away yeah. this for decades. I think I'll do that. I'm, I'm going to create a big list of games that I need to play and never play them and just play FIFA and Call of Duty. And yes, Queen. I don't want to call you Queen because I'm so used to people saying that to me after saying FIFA. <laughs> like, oh. Um, but the last the last game on the list is a game we've all played. It, it is Burnout Paradise Remastered, which came out in 2018. Can you believe that's been three years? I saw you put it down, so I googled it. That's how unbelievable I found it. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. And obviously it's been however many years since the original came out, which probably spent a lot more time playing. But I don't like to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> Let's not talk about years. <laughs> March 16th is yeah, already put the year. Anniversary, so yeah. Probably 13 okay. years now since the original. Wow. And Burnout Paradise, it's one of those games that I don't think... The weird thing is, right, it gets it gets praise, and obviously we love it. I think we all love it. Yes. Yeah. And obviously I think it's I think it's a racing game that's never been... Another racing game hasn't touched it since then, if you I, know what I mean. Like, I disagree. I feel Forza Horizon took the mantle from this one, brother. Yeah, actually, yeah. Forza Horizon possibly, yeah. Forza Horizon, is that's the thing, because there have been a few, like... 
Brenna, uh, we talked about open world races earlier with Test Drive. Uh, Brenna Paradise kind of helped, to me at least, held the mantle for that until Forza Horizon, which I don't think started until like 2012, 13, I don't know. Yeah. Although it, that came out around the same time as the Need for Speed game that was meant to be like Burnout Paradise, and yet, I mean, Forza Horizon's still here to this day, and Need for Speed. Uh, yeah, uh, I remember buying that game thinking, oh, it's it's wasn't it done by the same people? I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was done Paradise, by the yeah. and, and I was like, oh, yes, I'm so excited for this, and then. Yeah, it wasn't that good, but I think it's it's a it's weird Burnout Paradise. So you you read a lot of like um, reset error and stuff like that in Reddit, and no, for every well, you don't. But like for every for every one person that loves Burnout Paradise on there, there's about three people that go, "It's the worst Burnout game of the series." And I'm like, do you even have enjoyment it in your doesn't life? Doesn't have the crash mode. It's terrible. No. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. Like, it, does, it doesn't take, it doesn't take a photo when you crash. Garbage, but yeah. you know, there's more to burn out than that. Yeah, but the game is actually amazing, so it's allowed. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But it's it's a weird game. Like I think it's one of the best racing games of all time. Obviously, Forza is very good as well. Um, yeah. But for me, Burnout Paradise is probably my favorite one that I've played. This was, this was also ever. good fun to play. Cause I, so we played this as a group along with some of the uh, extended friends and such. And, uh, family then, I think the extended family, uh, yeah. He uh, was on it, no. But, uh, no, I know. Yeah, where was my point making? Right, so yeah, I was playing this with you guys, and there were numerous occasions where we would notice that everyone else was flying away from me at speeds I couldn't match. And I had no idea why this was happening, because even on a straight line, I was being outpaced. And it wasn't until, I think, around this time, um, it might not the it wasn't Test Drive, like a beta for the Ubisoft Open World Race, I forget. The crew might have been. The crew, yeah. That came out, and that one had like a throttleometer, which showed you how much you were holding the throttle. And mashing the full, like, full force was like 80%. So I suddenly realized why everyone was running laps around me in Burnout Paradise. Uh, I had a faulty throttle, <laughs> and even then I was keeping up with people just about. So I was like, "All right." So yeah, I was holding my own against other people with like eighty percent power. So I was very proud of myself for that. This just reminds <laughs> me of Mario Kart when you're like, "I'm in first and it's like, "Slazer, you lagged. You're in eighth, but I'm in first. Yeah, I never played without <laughs> lag, and I won every time. So you know, half and one. There was one race he didn't. Yeah. That's because okay, I got yeah. you at the finish line. Sure, but, uh... that one time, I'm having it. <laughs> I'm having it right that one time. The boy was there uh, for years. They were like, "It's lag. You're not. You're terrible at Mario Kart Slayzo." And then I, I actually played them and crushed them. So it's like, "Yep." I think I think I had lag at that point actually. <laughs> Did you, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it <laughs> I was. I believe you, Squiggy, because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely in first place in every one of those races, including the one that I finished last in. <laughs> By a very long way, I kept falling off. But anyway, let's move away from on this day to our main topic tonight. The tonight, today, tonight, or this morning. Wow. Whenever you're listening, whenever you're listening <laughs> to it, tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, this Smooth. stupid time in the morning at one o'clock. Smooth. Um, revisitation station. So normally in revisitation station, I'm going to try and avoid saying that as much as I can. We revisitation station. I'm not saying it. We sometimes look at sort of games from visitation station. From, yes, yes. <laughs> we sometimes we, we sometimes look at games from a previous generation, maybe a, a long time ago, and we revisit them. But today, like what? It's like we're a podcast about games lagging behind. Yes, it is. I'm just giving a bit of backstory, you know, for the new for the new people. Welcome, by the way. Hello. Yeah, um. So I thought instead more of more Geordie, it's great. <laughs> 
instead of a game, I thought we'd look at. I put down Xbox Live slash online gaming, but I think we should really just look oh, just at Xbox small, Live yeah. in this. Okay, just a small topic. Um, yeah, just a small topic. What's Xbox um, Live, so, you guys? <laughs> so to give a little bit of background for those of you that don't know, you might. Um, Xbox Live was launched in 2002. Um, the first launch game for that was Unreal Championship. There were a few beta games that were tested, but they didn't get released. Um, and I think it kind of came to prominence with Halo 2, which I think was the year after or the year after that. I can't fully remember when Halo 2 came out. But I think Halo obviously... Halo 4. Was it Halo, was it Halo 4? Halo 2? Wow. I, I think Halo 2 was 2004. Or at least over here it was, I think. And that's my, yeah. My but yeah, so so basically, um, yeah, 2004. So basically, two years after Xbox Live was launched, um, Halo Halo 2 kind of kicked off the online gaming scene on console. I would say before you say about PC. Um, I was going to say that was going to say but Socom, but go on. Oh no, my God! But for, anyway. yeah, but for me, Halo, Halo 2 was my first. I think it was my first experience of playing online. Um, I remember jumping on, didn't have any friends, and there was a guy on the other team. And he had Solid Snake in his name. And obviously me being a Metal Gear fan, I was like, I am adding him to my friends list. So he was my first ever friend on Xbox Live, just in case you wondered. Um, I did. But, Still have uh, No, because I had to make space back in the day for friends. And you deleted you had your it. first ever friend. Yes, but it was probably to add you. I mm. think the boy, what a trade-off that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost Solid Snake for a Slazo. But, um, but I don't know what your first experiences were of xbox live i don't know if you i don't think you've had the original xbox and i know you've both had the 360 um but obviously uh, mine I, was... I didn't buy the 500 pound console no no i had 500 pound i had commitments and by commitments i mean school <laughs> <laughs> i i had commitments by which i mean broadband is very expensive oh i mean i don't even have broadband now do i it plays like a bloody hamster's yeah. power in so, it so actually i say halo 2 was my first ever experience with Xbox Live, but my first ever experience with online gaming was actually with the PlayStation 2, with the network adapter. So when we actually got our broadband from, was it TeleWest back in the day? Blue Yonder? Yeah, they were around. No, don't help him, the posh boy over here with his fancy setups. They um, they give Laura. What do you have? They basically give you... Laura, what do you have? Spinning a wheel. Hamster net. I had Tiskali back in the day. I remember Tiskali. But, um... But yeah, so when I got the broadband, it actually came with a network adapter for the PS2. So that was my first ever experience. And I can't remember the name of the game. Socom. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> I Socom. hope it's Socom. My first, I've never played a Socom game properly. Uh, I'm going to find yeah, the first Neither have I, because I didn't play PS2 online. <laughs> That's yeah. why. Oh, what was it? It's going to really annoy me now. But what type of game was it, Spiggy? It was a racing game, actually. Which I know yeah, is probably surprising. Like yeah. Turismo, I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like a destruction derby kind of racing game. Rampage. I, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but uh, but yeah. So that was my first ever experience. Um, mm. And obviously, then moved to Xbox Live, played Halo. I think I played a Star Wars game online as well. So I've kind of like I've played on. I've been online for quite a long time. It's safe to say, and I'm still not very good at online games. But I've been there for a while, and then sort of. Um, yeah, disregarding PC, I, my first online experience wasn't Xbox Live. I think it was um, probably on the DS with Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, it would be a few years until I jumped into Xbox Land. Yeah, but we're gonna. Well, obviously, we'll move on from the the original Xbox to the 360 when we had like achievements and gamer score. Like that was a big thing for Xbox back then. 
and I didn't have a clue how it worked. And I remember getting my 360, playing Halo 2, because I loved Halo 2, and wondering why my gamer score wasn't going up, and I was still at zero. And then I realized games had achievements, and my first ever achievement was in Perfect Dark Zero for capturing a flag playing online. There you go. Can you remember your first uh, achievements? Or I've been trying to look game? it up. I, I looked mine up, so yeah, um, this will surprise you. Uh, first glory achieved with your first victory in Pro Evolution Soccer 2008. Oh my god! What? What? Oh my god! <laughs> that get off my account, Slazo. Look at uh, yours. Yeah, it's basically this was bundled with the Xbox, so it was this or Halo Three, and I was very bad at Halo Three, so I stopped playing that immediately. And I think I didn't know I had Hexic at that point, so I hadn't played Hexic. And Pro Evolution Soccer. I am, I am shooketh. I have been shocked by this revelation. I, it, but, was, um... it was free. Well, free. <laughs> in so much as it was in, with the console, so why not? Yeah. I think I remember actually that bundle. I think I remember seeing that bundle online a few times. Because a lot of people <laughs> were like, well, we don't, I don't want Pro Evolution Soccer. So I'm going to trade it in for like, and it went down to a five or something trade in. So like, there's no point, just play it. Everyone come online so I can beat you at Pro Evolution Soccer, please. Laura, and you've worked out your first game? I, I think I know what it is by uh, memory, but I am actually just Googling it. I'm um, Googling it. Checking it. I, I believe, yeah, I believe it is um, from Far Cry 2. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hopefully Google it and find out it's not. All the time, Squiggy, and I'll... I'll I mean, go. just keep talking. I'll but pop yeah, up in a like, bit but, saying Far Cry 2. But as we're talking about achievements, like, and obviously we said we kind of want to talk about the impact things like this have had in revis- in Revisitation Station, and I think achievements has probably been the biggest thing to come out of online gaming, apart from obviously playing online. Like you look Everything. at now, I'm obsessed. I'm yeah, obsessed. but you look at like St- Steam started getting achievements. Obviously, PlayStation got trophies. They added patches for older PS3 games, so you could unlock trophies on them and everything. And I think the achievements was kind of like one of the biggest things from the xbox like give developers stuff to put into the game it give people a reason to play games like instead of just oh i finished the story it's like have you finished the story but done this 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 and this so they'll have to play through the story again and it kind of extended the lifespan of game as well it's it's affected the industry for better and worse Uh, obviously like for better because obviously now you can you can see did your friends do these cool things you can encourage players to do interesting challenges or interesting gameplay run-throughs like um uh, for example we did bioshock uh, as our first game club game one of the trophies slash achievements and that is do it without using one of the bio chambers so you can encourage i think that's what they're called the vita chambers the yeah that's the one yeah. you can so you can encourage interesting playthroughs on that but of course on the other side you also get on um, stuff like achievement hall games where it's literally just they're just trying to sell it so you can get a thousand game score yes yes laura and that's, that's the, of the game I wasn't singling out anyone there. Was, but also you was... can encourage that gameplay habits. Like you can have a zero G achievement for dying 10 times in a row in a Call of Duty game or something. Yeah. That's no fun for other players. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of people as well that had problems with like online achievements because it kind of locked out a few people yes. that didn't want to play online. Um, I know Call of Duty was really big for that. The first sort of few Call of Duty Call games of Duty that came out. On which one, yeah. Infinity War didn't do that, but Treyarch did have online achievements. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's online achievements in the latest one now. But before that, I think a lot of them were just single player, like finishing missions, finishing missions on a higher yes. difficulty and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I think I think achievements was probably one of the biggest things from that generation. Um, oh, God, with... that's question, 
yeah, I think it probably was actually the biggest thing from that generation. Um, yeah. And it's spawned so much now. Do you want to know what your first one was, Laura, now? I do. Uh, wait, what? What game did you say it was? You thought it, it was? It was Far Cry 2. It's not. Oh, my God. Please tell me it's not, like, King Kong. Uh, no, it's uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Double Agents. Uh, oh, I'm fine were, with that. Like, recruit. So you got the recruit achievement. I'm fine with that. I actually like that game. <laughs> Also, Jesus, you've got like three times more achievements than me. So, I mean, uh... I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I hated about this was the Xbox generation was my generation where I rented a lot of games um, through oh, Love the Film. In- Love Film, which became Amazon Prime, yeah. Yeah, so if you look at mine, a lot of my games have got like one achievement unlocked because I rented them, didn't really like them, and obviously only got the one achievement on them so a lot of my games i just like i've played so many games but i've only played some of them for like a couple of minutes which is just crazy but i mean i feel that's back with game pass though is it yeah, not it that's sort of like me, yeah. sort of like if you don't play in a certain time period i mean it is a generous time period and stuff but you kind of have a lot to choose from and try so you do treat the i treat the game pass system like i was renting so that was like a yes. yeah flashback to why some of my games have very low completion rates. I'm just double checking my first achievement. I mean, oh, if you I was look wrong. Online, if you, oh, that's in Pestle Square. I assume you looked that up. No, if you like, look on my recently played on Xbox, it'll have all the Game Pass games that I like trialed back when I got my Series X. So, like, 20 games on there with one achievement yeah. each. Yeah. So I think, like, the, I think as well, like, a few people get addicted to achievements. When all these yes. websites came up, like true no. trophies, true achievements, it's like no. I need to get my trophy streak going. I'm not going to play this part of the game. <laughs> I can unlock the trophy the next day. I may have oh, yeah. done that when I was trophy streak as well. Because obviously you had the race of people trying to get a million games and stuff like that. And yeah, obviously people challenge each other in other uh, things. I mean, you mentioned trophy streaks there. Obviously, um, that's a that's a dig at me because I have a 500 day plus. It, no, it was it was a dig. It was a dig at me for basically. I want to go for 100 days in a row, so I'm only going to play this little part of the game today. Oh, God, the yeah, that's what I did all those 500 yeah. days. Yeah. It was great. But, I loved it. And then some people got that streak to end. Don't know who they could be. Oh, is this me? It's you. <laughs> oh, what did I do? I don't have any memory of this. This was when we launched the... Um, the oh, yeah, it's me. I gave you work. I'm sorry. Yeah, so we were doing that, and then I was knackered from like doing that. <laughs> I didn't know if, if that and was. I what just woke up the next morning and went, "Oh, I didn't get an achievement." Oh shit! I could have, I could have ended it sooner. <laughs> oh, but uh, moving moving away from like gamer score and achievements, we had like party chat on the 360. Um, oh, do you remember when it, it used to be just quite? Yeah, do you remember when it was just private chat and like, I had a rotate rota- of people, private chat. Yeah, you had to rotate around the chats. Like, you're coming, oh, hi, Squiggy. I said, you go and say hello to someone else. I'll be back. And then literally, I'll be sat there for half an hour. So how are you, Squiggy? Oh, I need to go and chat to someone else now. And I'm like, wow, someone's popular. Can and I it just wasn't point me. out that you were quite higher up? I had, like, my hierarchy of who was online to go who chat. And I was like, cool. I remember once I had a private chat with Alex, um, that we cousins who we know. I've just name dropped him there. I was like, oh, shouldn't have been. But I was like, yep, yeah, no one else is on. Hello, seventh choice. <laughs> I remember doing it. It was the start of a beautiful hello, friendship. Hello, my, hello my backup. <laughs> my backup to 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 my backup. Yeah, How I'm are you doing I, today? I'm glad I missed that era. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. Like, by the time I came on, there were already like multi- quite a lot of big multiplayer games. So it was like if we just wanted to chat, you just load up. You chat in game, yeah. Yeah, you we just, used oh, to use like, um, 
can add up to 18 people in there. So We used to use that for Mario Kart. Do you remember that? Yes, actually, yeah. Yeah. That's where I got all my time. Yeah. Honestly, I... I forget how simple the time is when there was game, get, like, we used to go in game chat and talk to randomers, because there's so many, like, we spoke to yeah. ra- I remember being in games with people, and we interacted with the other team. Like, yeah. I'm glad there's private chats now, but then a part of me feels like it's lost, because we, I just remember we're like, this was a reference to Chris Moyles' BBC One radio show, just to show the age of it. I just remember Call of Duty when we were in a party, I don't know if either of you were there. But it was in party with people we regularly play with, and the, we for some reason the other quiz, were, the other team were like, "We say pub, you say quiz," which is a Chris Moyles like breakfast radio <laughs> thing, and they were like, "Pub, we're like quiz," and it was I just like, I, "What?" Yeah. I think I might have been there. The problem, yeah, the problem is now, like, I think online gaming is very toxic in certain yeah, games. It, it like is. The, the amount of times, so like playing Call of Duty, if you kill someone, you can hear their microphone if they've just got in-game chat, and mm. the amount of like swear words and like insults i've heard from just killing someone and it's like yeah. imagine if you imagine if you were like on that team listening to them die because like i mean i'm not bigging myself up yet but i think i killed this person about six or seven times in that one game yeah i'd be calling you and every name under the sun and every t- and every time he was just shouting abusive so imagine that's just me killing them imagine if he's getting killed by everyone else on the team you just hear him swearing all the time and it's like i'm not here for that game chat on cod because of cross play just it was the easiest way to do it the people i was playing with yeah i i, I learned stuff during the game chats i was like yeah oh. I, I don't like it now i think I've, i think we've been spoiled a lot by party chat and private chats that mm. when it comes to having to play like in-game chat you're like really really i don't want to live like the peasants in in-game chat yeah because i mean they were just like. They were discussing um, people on my team about the new car they were buying, and then they got to the lobby and kept talking. And then just a random guy on the other team was like, "Oh, a Mercedes, fancy!" And then started <laughs> talking in a whole other language. So I don't know yeah. what they were saying afterwards, but uh, I d- it did sound like a great tone. Yeah. Um, but then, but then moving on from well, sort of, we've already got like we've got our friend group, so we don't we're not really exactly looking. Yeah, but, but I, think I kind of do miss. They have to say, yeah, um, I do kind of miss that whole community vibe though. I get why it has gone the way it is, and I'm not someone who's gonna be like, let's go game chat for the sake of it, but um, because I'd say no, I, I, I know there's a spoiler, I know there's a spoiler alert on something else you want to talk about, Squeaky. Can I see your podcast notes? But there's a game listed the, <laughs> for another reason called Undertow, and I do remember how playing with randoms on that game. I remember, I remember we American, played with in that game. Yeah, there was a random that. American, and we were talking to him about soccer, and he knew Newcastle, and he was like, oh, I know Fulham. Didn't they get spanked by Man United? Fulham? I know <laughs> them. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, that was us. That was us. He's like, yeah, Fulham are pretty popular over here, but I just remember they got spanked by the United. I was like, yeah. great. Thank it's, you. That's the thing. Like, there's, there's so many good things that can come out of it, but I think now, because of just because of all like the shit that goes on online, it's just not worth it. Like I wouldn't be bothered playing in game chat. Like I was gonna say, like it was nice when we played Undertow with randoms. It was probably nice mm-hmm. back in the day when I remember my first ever. Um, I remember playing FIFA on it would have been PS2 online, and I remember just chatting to someone like, "Oh, your favorite team? Like, how do you think you're gonna do this season?" I mean, I was only young, but obviously I knew <laughs> enough about football to talk about football. If you know danger! what I mean. But, but, you, but, you ne- but you never like thought about that then if you know no, you didn't online culture has changed a lot from like 2006 yeah. 2007 to where we are now yeah yeah like then it was like oh this person wants to talk about football let's talk about football now it's like 
Let's not. Let's actually. Let's not go there. Let's not even go there. Yeah, um, I mean, being a girl is always very dangerous. To be fair, yeah. not in that sense of danger, just in the sense that if you spoke I and they thought, no, no, but if you spoke and they realised you were a girl, then there would be a lot of attention. Because I always oh felt, oh my god, she's yeah. a woman. Maybe if I talk, yeah. And her yeah. And talk, I I, she'll go out. I always remember someone we played with who was female and she spoke. I never spoke in the main game lobbies when there was random or sometimes if I didn't want to or whatever. But they were speaking and I just remembered like the reaction. She's a woman! I just yeah. remember that. It was there as a clip. She, had, she, had, a like, cl she had a clan tag as girl as well on yes, Call of Duty. And they're like, yes, yes. it's a girl. And like, oh my God, what's one of these in an online game? Yeah, like, like, oh, oh my God. God. Because you get the other one, you get that sort of vibe, or you got, um, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be in the kitchen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. I didn't realize the 1950s had made a comeback. Thanks for that, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But, like, obviously, we've mentioned a couple of, like, some of the bad, like, the bad stuff about the, the online community. Obviously, playing online has its, has its flaws when there's downtime. And obviously, I think everyone remembers the 2000 when PlayStation got hacked and Xbox went down as well. Um, I don't know if you do you remember that. I remember it. Well, you do because we got Undertow. Um, I, yeah, I got Undertow, so you know. Yeah, it's great. and I just remember that. Like <laughs> everyone saying, "Oh, they've they've been hacked." Online. I think me. I think me and Laura might have watched a football match in it once just to try it out. I Maybe. for some reason think it was Liverpool Chelsea and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know I what game the, it was, but I remember watching it. I have one. a vivid picture of red versus blue and in my head I'm photoshopping them to be Liverpool and Chelsea. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. But then moving away from that, you had one versus one hundred, which was like one of the best games ever that ever. you that you Avatar, which was new back then. The whole daily event, they're like, Oh, we're playing tonight, boys, we're in and like, oh, one of us is in, one of us is in. <laughs> I used to love one versus one hundred. I, I never like... got to be in. Oh, Slazy! I also never got to play the video game theme round because they promised loads of those and then they never happened. Slazy <laughs> oh. was not bitter about that one bit. I, I love that game. I and I was very sad that they killed it off and then yeah, really and I never got the chance to platinum it um, or whatever it was. That, I, I mean, was, very, I, I was, was the game still tied to that? Oh, I guess there was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just chatting myself, literally looking at them now. I was very disappointed. Yeah. And then but, every um, now and every few years, there's rumours like, oh, it's coming back. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I would love for it to, but I don't think it will. But then kind of like moving moving to more, not now, now-ish times, but then you got games with gold, where there was like rewards if you had Xbox Live gold, because prices kept going up and everything, and people kept complaining. So they did games with gold, which is where you got free games every month. Well, this and was, then PS. This was after PS Plus launched, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So PS Plus started it, and then Games with Gold sort of followed on from there. And I still think the PS Plus offering's better, to be perfectly honest, for the uh, games. It is now. <laughs> yeah. But, I think back then, they were both very average. Yeah, it depended on, like, there were periods where PS Plus was rocking it, and then there were periods where uh, Sony would just increase control mode. Whereas, yeah. actually, I don't actually know if I've ever actually played any of the games with Games with Gold, mainly just because I mained Sony in the last generation. But uh, yeah, I've, I've never played one. Stuff. I don't think there was never anything that really appealed. It was always something that had already been on PS Plus, so I had it on there. So yeah. I thought, well, there's no point. Like I think I've, I mean, I think I've got Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation and Xbox because of Games with Gold and PS yeah. Plus, and I was like, well, I may as well do it. And I think Bioshock oh, yeah, there's, was the same. There's no point not to getting them in your library, well. Yeah, but like I've, if I was playing them on PlayStation, I never went and played them on the Xbox because I thought, well, what's the point? Um, and then sort of finishing up after going from Games with Gold. 
um microsoft obviously started games pass which basic game pass which is like the netflix for gaming and then move that on to game pass ultimate which is the latest one which includes your online subscription and everything and to be honest i think game pass is like the best value in gaming i think we've probably spoke about this a little bit um but i think it's the best i think it's the best thing you can have as an xbox owner um, I think titles. it's something that makes you jealous if you've got a PlayStation. I will say, I just think the system's better. I know you get a lot with PS Plus and stuff, but the Game Pass library is like. Well, I think the comparison there is PS Now, and PS Now, to be blunt, is shite compared to uh, Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Game Pass just does. I mean, you've got all like first party games. It's obviously now it's got the Bethesda deal through Bethesda games, but you've got just, you've just got. There's, there's something EA for everyone on there. there the moment, so you've got EA's catalog on there. Yeah. And it's just, I think it is just the best. The best thing you can buy, and like I'm, I got my Series X through All Access, so it came with Game Pass because I was running out. And I thought, you know what, I'm happy to pay a full price for it. If at first I was like, do I really want Game Pass? Because I thought, well, I don't really watch loads of Netflix, so do I really want that? But buying it is paying for it has been the best thing ever for all the games that I've played, like Sea of Thieves, Forza, Gears, you know, Halo well, Master Chief I, Collection. When that came to I, it, I bought into Game Pass a few years back, mainly because. And I don't know if it's worked out actually as cheap over the long run, but uh, it was a case of like, I didn't really want to spend like £50 on Gears, £50 on Ori, £50 on Halo Master Chief Collection. Especially, but as I get to play those through Game Pass, especially as it's on day one, something that I don't think Sony will ever match, and I don't think Sony have any interest in matching. No. It's, yeah, it's essentially just, you could just have Game Pass and then never buy a physical game for your system. Like, I have the one that has a disk drive, so I can buy physical games for it. But um, having Game Pass just basically makes it so I will actually play these games that otherwise I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to drop, say, £50 on a new Gears of War. But if it's there on Game Pass, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. Like, the only, the only obviously, physical games I buy are ones that aren't on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so I think I've literally got one Xbox game, which is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> That's the only one that I've got. It does have, it does have its downsides as well, because obviously, um, unlike, say, Games with Gold, where it's around as long as you have your subscription, a Game Pass game can will usually be on the service for, I think, it's one to two years, and then... Bye. Yeah, yeah. because so, I found out with um, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection was on Game Pass, right. and then when I went to play everything for my Twitch stream, it was no longer on Game Pass. Yeah, so um, it'll be interesting to see how, especially as now we're at the new generation, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out as we get, like, a year or two years into it. But, um... I definitely think it's a very smart business move for Microsoft and really does help. For the first time, really, for a generation now, we have a clear differentiation between the road Microsoft and Xbox are going and the road Sony and PlayStation are going. So, yeah. uh, exciting times. Yeah, and I think people might, people might argue that the first-party output from Sony is a lot better, um, but I think with the value you get from Game Pass, you just can't, you can't say yeah. no to it, really. Sony are chasing, are continuing to chase the whole like big bombastic AAA. You're going to buy a few big games with us a year, and then maybe a yeah. bunch of other stuff. Who knows? But like yeah. that's the way they do it. Like here's Horizon, here's God of War, here's um, Demon Souls, here's bloody Ratchet and Clank out in a month or two. Whereas yeah, yeah, I, Microsoft I... are spreading it out, but have so much more on Game Pass, along with tons of indie stuff and everything. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine like a Sony one where it's like you can have Last of Us two on launch day. Oh, you want Spider-Man Miles Morales? You can have that on launch day too. And then like all of the games like that. I just couldn't see Sony ever doing that. Whereas with Microsoft, they have maybe one or two big hitters a year. And if they're if they're free on Game Pass, then well not yeah. free, but obviously included in Game Pass, then it's like that's fine. Whereas I don't think I think Sony's first party output's probably too much for them to do a system like that. Yeah. 
And I mean, as as we said, it gets you to actually try out games that you probably might not have even done so. Like, I think when we first did like our the first podcast we did after me and you both got our Series Xs, we talked to like a whole bunch of different games that we probably wouldn't have tried otherwise. Not because we didn't like them. Like, say, I played te- I played the Tetris Effect game. I yeah. love Tetris. Tetris is great. I would not have gone out of my way to spend like 20 to 30 pounds on a Tetris game. But yeah, it's free exactly. game pass, so why yeah. the heck not? That's one of the first ones I downloaded as well, just to try yeah. it out. And even obviously like the Rare, I think the Rare Replay one being on there is really good because you're playing like yes. retro games as well, which you would never... Like I bought Banjo-Kazooie when it was on 360. Yeah, because I love Banjo-Kazooie, but I would never pay for any of the other ones. But now I get the chance to play all of the other ones as well. Um, And I think that's probably a nice way to wrap up the Revisitation Station on sort of Xbox Live and online gaming. We've kind of, I don't think there's anything else to discuss unless you want to have a quick chat about sort of Nintendo's offering, which isn't really... Let's have a chat about Nintendo's offering. And done. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo have, that's the thing. Nintendo do lag behind in many ways, but they are. Uh, hey! <laughs> I didn't even intend for that. But they have definitely had some games on there that I've put a lot of hours into the online of, like Mario Kart DS, which kind of launched it for them. Um, also, to be fair, Mario Kart DS was great. I just don't know how they managed to not do simple it's the voice chat on switch is basically what i'm picturing now and yeah, yeah. Maps and i i don't i get nintendo are quirky and like to try new things and be in it uh do some innovation and stuff but like it's less quirky for them it's more they are religiously obsessed with safety and like keeping like and i love that about them let's not let's not slam them for oh, that yeah, but that's it's brilliant just... but it's why whenever you see the online offerings they've always put so much effort into them like i think when they had meverse they put so much effort into like drawing recognition and all that to ensure you couldn't just draw a dick and put that on me first. I mean, yeah. the it's just the stuff like friend codes. I get why they did friend codes, but if anyone had managed to remember their friend code oh, just God. without checking it, like I, I, I get and then it. They moved away from friend codes and then they went back. It's like ah. it, yeah, it's kind of like I do. To be fair. This is where you tell me you can do it on the PlayStation. That I know you can link your Facebook to your PlayStation account. I think, but I do uh, like. Uh, used to be able to. I don't think. Oh, uh, I do like on Nintendo Switch. You can link your Facebook, your Twitter, and stuff. And if you're following someone on Twitter or mutual, that it's like a recommended yeah, you friend. Can add, you can add them that I, way. Mine seems to find I me. like I that. Or through yeah. uh, Nintendo's other games as well. Like if you've got someone on the Animal Crossing uh, mobile game, for example, you could link. Yeah, I, I, that's a bit that I would praise them for and stuff like that. But like, there's just too much like frustration with their online system for me. But I get the reasons why. But there's got to be better solutions. I feel. But, yeah, you know. And I remember when problem. Nintendo's online thing first came out. It was for Mario Strikers. That was the Wii and one. That was yeah. That was Nintendo's first. On- wasn't that their first online, or was uh, it already on the, the DS yes. before then? The DS was, was 2005 it? with was Mario Kart oh. DS. And then the Wii was a so year later. With so they still didn't have a chance. They still didn't improve it in that year. But Mario Strikers <laughs> actually was really good. It actually worked very well. It um, worked very well online, but I was terrible at it and only bought yeah. it for the online and regretted that. Yeah, literally, it came out on my birthday. I think so. I was like, "Oop, I'll have that for a birthday present." <laughs> I bought it myself and played online. I was like, "I'm not that good at it. I'm, I'm all right at FIFA, but I'm not very good at this." Um, but yeah, I think I think Nintendo, like you said, it, it's a bit lagging behind. But for what it I suppose for the games they have, it is serviceable, it's usable, if you know what I mean. Because you're not going to buy a, a Switch and want to play competitive Call of Duty and stuff no, like that, if you know what I mean. Splatoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. I would just, that, I would wrap up this segment make, before but... you inadvertently insult Nintendo. 
Yeah. So we'll just end that there. Um, that was this was episode twenty four of the Lagging Behind podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Behind Lagging. Um, Laura is at Laura Law, and Slazer is at Slazer Game. And and what you can follow Slazer's other podcast at. Where Trash. else are you at, Slazer? <laughs> oh, you want to promote me to promote that? Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I also do another podcast. Uh, next episode comes out in two days' time at Trash Cast on Twitter. What are we talking about in this next one? Um, oh, that's right. It's an isekai webtoon. So, hey, kids, you all love isekais, right? No? Yeah, me neither. So, uh, listen to us talk about that. And if you don't know what they are, I am sure Slazer will explain <laughs> it in this latest episode of his podcast. Yeah. I was like, did Slazer learn a new language? <laughs> I was going to try and say what it was, and I thought, I don't want to make it. No, I can't put you. Be a much better life than not knowing what isekai is, is all I'm okay. saying. Okay, nice. Okay. I will need to learn then. So yeah, I'm still so waiting for my invite on when they do Steinsgate or something. <laughs> you, you want you want on? No, we can get you on though. We can find. We can. Oh, I mean, it won't oh. be for a while. We've got the next couple of months planned out. I mean, but, uh, I mean, I believe my schedule will probably stay wide open for a very long time. Oh, it feels like uh, at this point. Just, so, put up, uh, just put up the law signal, and she will be there. Yeah, pretty much. I was, like, anyway, I was like, must be lost in the post. My invite. It's fine. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to find me, you can find me on. Twitter at Squiggy Plays, on Instagram at Squiggy Plays, and at twitch.tv slash Squiggy Plays, where I stream. I try to stream every Tuesday and Thursday. Work seems to get in the way of that on a Thursday, so it just becomes Tuesday and another day. I'm currently playing through Metal Gear Solid 3, and then I'll be going on to Metal Gear Solid 4. You guessed that one right. Um, but I also stream Peace Walkers after 4. I'm doing them in release order. Did Peace Walker was a PSP game, right? Yeah, it came out after 4. I think. Okay. I, I trust it's I metal gear. It is metal. I, I would gear. not go swinging for him on metal gear. Jesus. I'm just gonna I'm, posi- I'm positive it did. I'm I'm second guessing myself now, but I'm positive right. it did because I think I played them in that order. If it didn't, um, subscribe to his Twitch channel and find out who was right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you can you can check me out on there. Um obviously we are here every other Tuesday at nine AM on iTunes, Spotify and Anchor.fm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've got any comments on your online gaming, what was your first Xbox Live memory? Uh, let us know on Twitter. Um, and Laura will send you a non-sarcastic reply. <laughs> she, is, she is our social media queen. In non-sarcastic. Um, but we will see you in two weeks' time. Um, so goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Time for tubby bye-bye. <laughs> I nailed it. I feel, I feel-